Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self care. So, to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Welcome to How Stuff Works Now. I'm your host, Lauren Vogelbaum, a researcher and writer here at How Stuff Works. Every week, I'm bringing you three stories from our team about the weird and wondrous advances we've seen in science, technology, and culture. This week, a college kid turned a standard Honda Civic into a self-driving vehicle for 700 bucks. And, unrelated, picky eating in adults is now a diagnosable disorder. But first, staff editor Eves Jeffcoat and our freelance writer Dave Ruse explore a topical political question. Who does the United States Secret Service protect? And why? For how long? And at what cost? Between January and the end of February, Donald Trump Jr. and his brother Eric visited Uruguay, the Dominican Republic, Dubai, and Canada to celebrate the opening of new Trump-branded hotels and golf courses and to check on other Trump Organization projects and potential investments. Secret Service officers trailed the brothers on these trips, with the U.S. taxpayers covering the bodyguards' airfare, hotel rooms, and meals. The Secret Service won't release its travel expenses, but the hotel tab in Uruguay alone was estimated at nearly $100,000, according to the Washington Post. According to federal law, the Secret Service is authorized to protect the sitting U.S. president and vice president, or the next in line for the presidency, their immediate families, and all former U.S. presidents and their spouses, as well as their children under age 16. While in office, neither the president nor the vice president can decline Secret Service protection, but their spouses and adult children can. Almost all presidential families have accepted full Secret Service protection for as long as the law allows. Bill Clinton and George W. Bush even asked for extensions to cover their college-age children for a period after they left office. The few exceptions are Ronald Reagan's youngest son, Ron, who declined Secret Service protection during his father's second term, and Richard and Pat Nixon, who canceled their lifetime protection in 1985 to save the government money. They hired their own security detail. In 1994, Congress limited protection of future presidents to just 10 years after leaving office to cut costs. But in 2013, it reinstated lifetime protection 
citing concerns over terrorism. Not every congressperson was in favor, though. Some thought former presidents should pay for the long-term security themselves. Despite the cost, the Trump family is doing nothing unusual by accepting Secret Service protection at home and while traveling abroad. In fact, there is a legitimate reason for extending that protection. If anything were to happen to a family member, it would have a huge psychological impact on the president. However, never in the history of the American presidency has the commander-in-chief been an international business mogul, and never has a multi-billion dollar global brand been so closely tied to an American president. So there is an ethical concern when the family appears to use public money to fund private interests. When Donald Jr. and Eric Trump traveled to make international business deals flanked by serious-looking dudes with earpieces and lapel pins, it sends the message that the presidency and the Trump organization are intertwined. The overall cost of Secret Service protection for the Trump family will likely be millions more than it was for Obama's family over four years. In addition to the son's trips abroad, Trump spends almost every weekend in Palm Beach, and Melania Trump lives full-time in New York, at least for the rest of their son, Barron's school year. Some people think Donald Jr. and Eric Trump should pay for their own security detail to lessen the financial burden to U.S. taxpayers and to signal a deeper commitment to separating business from politics. But that's not likely to happen. And legally, it doesn't have to. Next up, staff editor Christopher Hasiotis and our freelance writer Jessalyn Shields dig into the psychology behind picky eating and what some doctors are trying to do about it. Many of us know at least one picky eater. That person who only eats french fries, cheese pizza, chicken nuggets, or cereal. And for many of us, this person is also five years old. But it's very possible for adults to be especially picky as well. These highly selective food preferences among adults might have begun in childhood, but while friends went on to learn to enjoy sushi and kale salads, some found it tough to move beyond the basics. Among adult subjects, picky eating, also given the abbreviation PE, is a relatively new area of research for psychologists, and at this point, there's no way to say with any certainty where it comes from, or even if it's worth worrying about. In many adult picky eaters, their pickiness is fairly benign. They eat only from a limited range of foods with no physical health or psychosocial problems. But, as with all things, when a habit starts to negatively affect the quality of life for an individual or those around them, well, that's when things get trickier. For some picky eaters, both adults and children alike, behaviors can include neophobia, or not wanting to try new foods. They can also involve not being able to tolerate different foods touching on a plate, or being super specific, only eating french fries from a certain restaurant, for instance. These habits can turn into a diagnosable eating disorder like Avoidant Restrictive Food Intake Disorder, also known as ARFID, which is generally accompanied by nutritional deficiency and weight loss, or, in children, the inability to gain weight. ARFID can even develop into another eating disorder like anorexia or bulimia, and the condition can also emerge from problems with low appetite and low food enjoyment, or from fears of negative consequences associated with eating, like choking or having to go to the bathroom. Because the study of picky eating adults is relatively new, it's hard to say how common it is, at what point it becomes a problem, how to diagnose it, and how to treat it, if it needs treating at all. But it's gotten to a point where a support group called Picky Eating Adult Support exists for those with different tastes, according to the organization's motto. However, picky eating doesn't usually just sneak up on somebody one day. 
Studies show that most adult picky eaters report experiencing PE in childhood. Take 57-year-old real estate broker Marla Lopez, who also goes by the name French Fry Lady. According to her blog, focusing on a lifelong PE condition, she has only ever tasted a handful of foods, most of them the color white. She has never even tasted a vegetable other than a potato. And after cooking scrambled eggs for her son for 20 years, she finally became inured to the smell of them to the point of being able to try them in 2012. These days, she will occasionally eat scrambled eggs, but only if they're cooked very, very well done. Now, Lopez is an outspoken adult picky eater, but the condition can be difficult to diagnose because not everybody is vocal about their habits like she is. And there doesn't yet exist an objective and reliable way to measure pickiness or to parse preference from affliction. So how would someone get diagnosed with PE to begin with? Jordan Ellis, a doctoral student in clinical health psychology at East Carolina University, studies PE and has co-written a study that does propose a way to measure these behaviors. According to Ellis, most past research has relied on simply asking an individual whether or not they consider themselves to be a picky eater. The new measurement tool Ellis developed, called the Adult Picky Eating Questionnaire, or APEC, looks at multiple aspects of picky eating behavior, including rigid food preferences, lack of food variety, meal disengagement and avoidance, and aversion to bitter and sour tastes. Says Alice, We hope to start to understand which of these aspects are most related to problems and which could best be targeted through treatment. Although treatment might not be necessary for all picky eaters, on the severe end of the PE spectrum, their eating habits can cause real psychosocial distress. Diagnosed picky eaters can experience anxiety around eating situations, they get depressed, experience obsessive-compulsive symptoms, or just a general lower quality of life. At this point, researchers can't say for sure whether it's the embarrassment around their limited eating habits that causes psychosocial distress in PE adults, or the other way around, but it's possible it goes both ways. Regardless, no recommended treatment for severe PE or ARFID in adults currently exists, although some researchers are having some success using cognitive behavior therapy and exposure therapy techniques with more extreme PE and RFID adults in their clinics. However, no large clinical trials have yet been conducted. Jordan Ellis tells How Stuff Works that there's a real lack of research in PE adults, but we know not all PE behavior is pathological, not even close. We would really like to learn more about people who truly struggle with these eating difficulties, he says, and learn how to help improve their psychosocial functioning. This week, senior writer and Tech Stuff host Jonathan Strickland, along with our freelance writer Alia Hoyt, explains how the incredible future of self-driving cars may be a little bit closer than we thought. How's this for a DIY project? Brevin Jorgensen, a student at the University of Nebraska, used some software and a few pieces of gear to turn his normal Honda Civic into a semi-autonomous vehicle. Yeah, it's a do-it-yourself driverless car. Jorgensen used software developed by a startup company called Kama.ai, which offers a software kit as a free download. There are exactly two types of cars that are compatible with this software, the 2016 Acura ILX and the 2016 Honda Civic. Jorgensen has a Civic. In addition to the software, the enterprising hacker needed a couple of pieces of technology to kick the AI into gear. One of those is a computer device. In this case, it's a smartphone. The Android OnePlus 3 smartphone, specifically. 
Kama suggests this hardware for its relatively low price and high performance processors. To connect the smartphone to the vehicle, Jorgensen also needed a CAN interface. CAN stands for Controller Area Network. It's what lets a computer communicate with a car's onboard systems, including stuff like the brakes, steering, and acceleration. This wouldn't work with classic cars, which relied less on computerized subsystems in a vehicle. Jorgensen's setup also included a 3D printed case to keep everything neat and tidy, and cables to connect everything together. Now, this isn't your typical plug-and-play technology, so he also needed a soldering iron to make connections. Once he finished the alterations, he took his car for a test drive, or I guess you could say it took him for one. The system isn't completely self-dependent. In fact, every few minutes, it requires a driver to take hold of the steering wheel, or it will shut the vehicle down. It also records video to document any possible problems that may arise. But it did allow Jorgensen's car to steer itself, to accelerate to a specific speed, and to brake on its own. It's another example of how the world is moving toward a system of autonomous vehicles. We're probably at least a decade away from it becoming the norm, but stories like this indicate we're on a road to self-driving cars. That's our show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Further thanks to our audio producer Dylan Fagan and our editorial liaison Allison Loudermilk. Subscribe to now, now for more of the latest science news, and send us links to anything you'd like to hear us cover. Plus, would you install self-driving kit in your car? Let us know. As always, you can send us an email at nowpodcast at howstuffworks.com. And for lots more stories like these, head on over to our home planet, now.howstuffworks.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.